And so much more as you see the day approaching. Not forsaking the assembling of ourselves together. Now we're, today we're talking about the importance of Christ's church, but my question is really, what is the church? You know, I went into a local church here in Colorado Springs with the Discipleship Evangelism Program. And we had been working out in the field for a while. And within six weeks, Six weeks of working with this local church. We had established 20 Bible studies outside of that little local congregation. And for months we were working with those people and the pastor one day really confused me when he said this he said something similar to this he says you know the Bible says that the Lord added to the church daily such as should be saved we see in these people come into our church. Come into the church. The Lord added to the church daily such as should be saved. Well, we were out in the field. People were being saved. And people were being discipled and ministered to. But what the pastor really meant is why aren't they meeting together on Sunday morning in this building. And you know, my concept of the church was a little off too, so that really troubled me and I didn't really know what to do and I thought, you know, is the discipleship evangelism program really working? Are we really reaching people's lives? And I knew we were out there reaching all of these people but they were not coming to the Sunday morning service. That really confused me. So I decided I would do a study on what is the word church really means. And so, this is what I discovered. I discovered this. I discovered that from Romans chapter 16, verse 3. 1 Corinthians 16, 19. Colossians 4, 15. Philemon 
chapter 1 verse 2 Philemon wokubiri Acts chapter 5 verse 42 Yikolobya batume 5 ana mubiri Acts chapter 20 and verse 20 Yikolobya batume 2 olunyiro lwabiri Primarily the Bible spoke about the early New Testament church meeting in somebody's home Bible yetulagira dalam ti kanisa beliyetanika abantu basisinkananga mayumba ga abantu I know today that uh there's home churches there's large congregations of churches there's mega churches there's all kinds of churches but one of the things that really caught my attention was this first of all as i noticed the scripture primarily the new testament church seem to meet together in a small congregation into people's homes. And so I decided I would do a little word study on the word church. To find out really what the scriptures is really meaning about the word church. And, and this is what I discovered. I'm just going to read a little bit of this information. This came from the Expository Dictionary of Bible Words by Lawrence O. Richards, and he states this. He says, anyone may be excused for being a bit confused about the meaning of the word church. We use the word in so many ways. It means a particular building that is the church on 4th Street or on 8th Street or the church downtown. It can mean a denomination of organized faith like the Reformed Churches of America or the Baptist Church or it could mean did you go to church on on Sunday which means did you go to church today did you meet over there on Sunday and then uh this Bible dictionary says this, none of these use it, none of these uses is particularly biblical. And I got to thinking, what does that what does this really mean? What does the word church really mean? I'm gonna further quote, it says this, it says it says since many persons think of a church as a building for religious services rather than a congregation engaging in worship the rendering church can be misleading now when I went to the Greek and into the Hebrew word the Greek word ecclesia I found out that that word church literally just means this. It means an assembly 
of people together for the purpose of worship or prayer or praise or just looking unto God. It's really means an assembly. The word ecclesia really just means an assembly of people that are assembled together in the name of the Lord Jesus for the purpose of worship. I'm going to read some other things here. It says Ecclesia in the New Testament can encompass any number of believers. It can be used of small groups. Met in homes, Romans 16.5. It can mean all believers living in a large city. Acts 11.22 or a geographical district such as Asia. Asia. Or Galatia. Furthermore, it states this. The typical meeting of the church of a congregation when they met was basically this. This comes from 1 Corinthians chapter 14, verse 26. When a congregation met, it said everyone had a hymn, a word of instruction, a revelation, a tongue, or an interpretation. Interpretation. Sharing remains essential to the very existence of the church. Individuals shared and others weighed carefully what was said. As a community of faith. Persons were expected to contribute and to serve others with his or her spiritual gifts. And so what we're really saying is, what the scripture is saying, that what I began to read is, when we first started this little lesson, in Hebrews chapter 10 and verse uh, 25, it said, not forsaking the assembling of ourselves together. You know, the church is an assembly of people together for the purpose of looking to Jesus. Praising the Lord of, of uh, getting direction from Him and following through with that direction. And the primary purpose of the early New Testament church was edification. It was building up. It was to be built up. Alright, and here's really what happened. Here's what I believe the New Testament is really saying about the church. First of all, the early 
church was an evangelistic church. What I mean by that? I mean that people were scattered everywhere sharing their faith. Jesus Christ and as they shared their faith in Jesus Christ the Lord added to the church not to a building but added to the people of God as they repented as they believed and then they assembled themselves together to encourage one another to exercise their spiritual gifts to serve one another to a lot of time fellowship with one another and with a meal and so on and so forth and they exercise their spiritual gifts among one another then they preach the word again and the whole cycle began again. They believed on the Lord Jesus Christ. They assembled together. And it didn't matter where they assembled. It could be in a building. It could be a large amount of people or it could be a small amount of people like it was. In the early New Testament church when some of them met in homes. It didn't really matter as long as they met together in the name of the Lord for the purpose to exercise their gift to encourage one another to fellowship with one another with the end result being edification being to be built up. And so, I discovered that what we were doing through that local church I was talking about with the Discipleship Evangelism Program and we were meeting in 20 different Bible studies throughout the city so what we were doing we're really meeting in 20 different churches not really churches plural but we were meeting as the church 20 times a week because we met together in the name of the Lord Jesus to encourage one another to look to the Lord Jesus to be instructed out of the word of God to exercise our spiritual gifts. And so no matter what church you go to, no matter if you're in a denominational church non-denominational church or meeting in a mega church or a small home group, no matter what you're doing, 
scripture is telling us that as we see the day approaching, as the days are getting evil, as as sin abounds, the grace of God much more abounds. But it's going to abound within these assemblies of God's people the church where each part, each believer has a part of uh, the ministry of Jesus Christ as we minister to one another as we exhort one another as we encourage one another as we exercise our spiritual gifts with one another so if you're not with a group of believers there's a meeting like that you need to do that even if you just even if it's two or three of you that are meeting in the name of the Lord Jesus you need to meet together on a regular basis to use your spiritual gifts to exhort one another to encourage one another to, to look to Jesus together to pray for one another and there's a lot we could say about the church we could talk about uh, you know elders overseers pastors church government but that's not the purpose of our teaching today the purpose of our teaching is to today is you're not a one man island to yourself. You can't survive that way. God has created us where we need one another and we need to meet together as God's church and encourage one another and serve one another with the spiritual gifts. God has given us. So God bless you. I encourage you meet together today with God's people.